bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gate Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics, like we're talking about reality TV. Well, not this week. No. Because BravoCon just happened, and turns out, sweetie, I don't want to talk about <laughs> politics or reality TV. Yeah, good. Let's, let's not then. Let's just not. We have an exciting-ass guest that no one has ever heard of on any other show, and we won't talk to him about politics or Bravo. How about that? Good. Yeah, Perfect. Exactly. This shit is all about the fucking stupid midterms right now anyway. We all know it's just a nightmare. It's all local and state races, so other than encouraging people who live in swing states to vote Democrat, and we're not just saying, just vote. It's just important to vote. It doesn't matter which side you vote. You just have to get out and vote. We have to exercise signs or civic voting duty. <laughs> no, vote Democrat, asshole. I'm very angry today. I know, and we're so hot. I'm very, very, very angry today. I, I'm very angry, so I just need to put that out there. However, I'm excited to be here with you and all of you that are listening, but don't just vote, vote Democrat. Well, okay? you're not going to be made to feel much better when I tell you that... Um some dick fuck piece of shit left a review saying that we were awful and out of touch. And I mean, quite frankly, I can't really disagree at this point. I am so far up my own ass. I am not interested in... What are we out of touch about? 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 Because we don't fucking spend our lives 24-7 on fucking Facebook and Instagram He's out of and fucking Twitter touch. and TikTok. He is out of touch. He's out of touch. He's out of touch. I, 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 I don't accept it. Or she, which would be even worse. The stupid bitch. <laughs> stupid bitch. <laughs> I mean, fine. You think we're awful. You, the only reason that you think we're awful is because you don't like women's voices. <laughs> and- <laughs> because, I think, because we don't come on and do fucking stupid social media fucking minute to minute changing jargon about whatever the fuck crying ass bullshit they're talking about it's like is this like a taylor hudson lady what's her name yeah tyler um, lorenz stupid (laughs) bitch is it her i fucking can't stand her let her know okay boomer you disrespectful cunt like i can't i can't i can't i am on one you think that we're awful well go you're fucking awful you're awful what do you care about what do you believe in person who wrote that fucking review what is it that we're out of touch about i'd love let's have a conversation about it tell me what i'm out of touch about we're dealing with like we're dealing with i i i think i interpreted it that we are dealing with because i thought about it because it wounded my inner wounded child that's already wounded yeah because this person's a bully and a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) so i thought you know that's what i said i think that that the kids and then, uh-huh. and then, and then, and then, unfortunately, people our age and older who should not be spending their lives on social media, but they do some of them. Mm-hmm. And they, when they're in the conversation about politics or culture wars, and uh-huh. blah, they, it's a constantly evolving, changing, very um, severe and aggressive conversation happening on social media that we don't participate in. We might probably talking about the shit like dinosaurs because I want people to be informed. I want to be informed about what's actually going on. I don't care about day-to-day fights about some fucking, you know, graphic novel that gets banned. What graphic novel? <laughs> Remember there was a graphic novel that got banned in school? It's probably and- Mouse or Persepolis or whatever. But still, yeah. Okay, fine. If that's what you want to go care about, sir or ma'am, go care about it. Like, having a fight on social media about words that you choose to use. Right. I don't care. 
This person thinks we're out of touch. Well, I think they're out of touch. They're offended. I'm offended. They want to get into it. Call in and we'll have a conversation. <laughs> to our I'm line. happy to have a conversation with you. I don't fucking care. I think you're an asshole. I think you're an asshole for leaving a comment like that. I think you're a bully and I think you're a coward. And I think the fact that all you do is leave those kinds of comments proves that you don't have integrity and you uh, cannot stand on your two feet and have a fucking debate. So why don't you fucking deal with that? I'm going to plan on trying to get in touch for next week. Um, I, um, I'm going to, I'm going to accept it as um, an opportunity to learn. Uh And uh Julie Lang sent us an interesting like statistic graph thing about the midterms that we can dive into next week. We just need a minute. We just need a minute. And you need to come with the actual problem. Unless you come with the actual issue, which we have had people do, and we will work it out, and we do learn, and we do grow. Yeah. But if you're yeah, only... now I'm interpreting. I'm reading your mind. I'm reading the subtext yeah, of Yeah, because that's what you're bullshit. doing. Your whole reason of existing and sending that comment is to be an asshole. And I'm not going to have it. And I'm not going to introspect. And I'm not going to think about it. Very wise. I'm not going to fucking be. We we are not going to be up on some constant culture war on here. Like that is someone else's problems. We're trying to talk about if fucking people get their student loans taken away and how you can go apply for that and to get all of that. Like actual life things. Anyway, all the love for fucking Julie Lang, quite frankly. She's from Ohio. She's one of our original 14 listeners. She's been subscribed to our Patreon since the very first month we started it. She's so fucking supportive. Mm-hmm. She sent the graph thing. She's, she always sends us so there's that. She sent us a card for our five-year Patreon anniversary, which, by mm. the way, was back in August. We're still out of touch. Mm-hmm. Here, Mama, why don't we... Re- let's read Julie's card so okay. that we can feel good... Julie is laying is constantly she listens to all kinds of different podcasts. She then she is very in touch. So how very about that? in touch. Yeah. How about that? Exactly. <laughs> oh Meanwhile, Julie's sitting in her house like, yeah, that was my fake account. <laughs> I did that so that you guys would check in. Uh, I'm on son on such a big one that I can't even deal. Well, let's let this card for our five year Patreon anniversary, which came and went wow. soothe you. Hello, Julie and Brandy. Happy Patreon anniversary. I mean, five years of this. Not sure how you've done it, but at least you got paid. Unlike the up at dawn, pride swallowing regular weed. I've said it before. I'm sure I'll say it again, but thank you. Thank you for letting me know I'm not crazy. Yeah, sorry we're out of touch on your free content. I can't. Don't even. Exactly. I'm not the crazy one and that the entire world hasn't been mentally abducted by QAnon. And thank you for building a family of support during the shitstorm. Love you, Julie Lang. And there's a sticker of a sake bomb. Sake bomb. I mean, that. That's awesome. That was really nice. Really, really, really nice. And that's right. You know what I mean? That's right. She's appreciating and validating, and that's what we need to think about and not focus on some dumb, stupid bitch troll. (laughs) Um, And if there's anyone left of our 14 listeners who still hasn't joined our Patreon, now is the time. Please, for the love of God. Moving is not cheap, and we are out on these streets dancing for every single dollar. It's, you know, it's... It's so annoying subscribing for shit. Like, I know for a fact I wouldn't join it. I know. I just wouldn't. I'd, I, You would join, and then I'd use your password. Then I would forget I even joined. Yeah, and then I'd still be using your password. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's what, if you are if you feel like it's not in your budget, we, obviously we get that. And also, it's just annoying to have to do it. Usually, once you just bite the bullet. I mean, I've been sharing your serious password, mm-hmm. and we work on serious. Mm-hmm. We, first you shared mine and then I canceled it. This is a hundred years ago for Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. Then you got it cause you couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. And so now I share yours and now I need it. And I just, <laughs> I can't make myself do it, but I know once I do, I'll just hit it and quit it and forget about it. It's just, a, yep. it becomes part of your budget. Right. Like my fucking water privileged water delivery that I get every mm. month. That's quite pricey, mm-hmm. but I look at the glass bottles of the crystalline spring water and I go, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm paying for that. It's worth it. It's so worth it. So if you do feel like it's not in your budget or it's too annoying, get one of your 
well-off, wealthy friends, or maybe they're just not well-off. Maybe they're just irresponsible, like Meow Meow. <laughs> and get, exactly. get them hooked on the podcast and then, you know, or get them hooked on the Patreon and then use their password. And that's how we have to do it. I mean, irresponsible and out of touch. Now, if they don't want to do politics, then just send them the link to our free Patreon episode. It's posted in the description of this podcast, or you can get it from our website, julieandbrandy.com. Yeah, and while you're there, you go ahead and check out our t-shirts. How much more am I going to sell? It's beyond. Money, 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 money. I'm a Capricorn, and I am very materialistic, and I do need money, and I just see it all flying out the windows of this place. The windows and doors and dogs, assholes. By the way, shout out to Megan, Mamau, who wore our drugs shirt. Oh, my God. To BravoCon. Amazing. Like, the girl is wearing one of our shirts that we designed that's on our website in all of her fucking selfies at BravoCon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that shit gave me the serious feels. Oh, my God. Yeah. BravoCon is not a happy place mentally for us. No. Uh, it feels quite bad, actually. So... Seeing that was really touching, I got to say. I mean, it wasn't even the shirt with our picture on it, but I felt like it was. Well, we know. If you know, then you know. That's yeah. the thing. And if somebody said, oh, my God, I love your shirt, then she would go, you can get it from Julian Brandy. I know. I know she was there representing, and it's like, mm-hmm. fucking, we used to be on Bravo, and mm-hmm. we are out of touch because we're not on fucking Bravo. <laughs> Just, oh, kill me. Kill me for even saying that. <laughs> Um, you too can have your very own shirt uh, that says drugs. Just go to our website again, julianbrandy.com. All of our shirts come in unisex adult sizes from triple XL to small. And last but not least, we got a typed letter from our favorite serial killer letter pen pal, Ryan Losinger. We have Ryan's picture on our drug den bulletin board, and it's one of our favorites because it's fucking hilarious. So here is uh, the envelope. Okay. Uh, it's also typed. Amazing. Ready to typed not- like from a typewriter. <laughs> yes, ready to not be traced. From a typewriter. Should we get a typewriter? No. Oh. But when you pull out this paper, I know you're gonna want one. Oh my god. It's on it's on it's on like that paper. It's on like that special that kind of paper. I don't even know what it's called. It's like yep. parchment paper. In a ty- a typed from a typewriter. My dearest Jubran. <clears throat> hey guys, it's your favorite serial killer typewriter collector. Please forgive me as my period button gave up the ghost right as I decided to write to you. I know you hear it all the time, but I want to say again just how much you two help me in my feels. I've never listened to anything you guys put out without laughing my ass off. I was oh, I thought we were out of touch. <laughs> I was just listening to old Patreon episodes and I was laughing so hard my back hurt. Also, hearing Brandy's rage is almost more funny than when Julie gets going. She has the perfect voice for it. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Well, he certainly just got a bunch of rage. (laughs) Ryan. But it was from me and not from you. I don't want to make this letter too long. I just wanted to let you guys know that you're still killing it and you're still helping the 14 deal with this Republican infested world. By the way, if you're curious, I typed this on a 972 IBM Selectric 2 with the letter Gothic T2 point type ball. <laughs> I got to look it up. With much love, Ryan Losinger. P.S. This paper is vintage onion skin typing paper from the late 1950s. Only the best for my favorite sexos. That is... I'm not, uh. Love, Ryan. He's getting his um, highlights done in his picture on the drug den bulletin oh board. Oh, my God. He oh, is, so good. Yeah, he is, like, very special to us. I mean, we have we have a human being who sent us a typed letter on onion skin. I mean, I only hope he's planning on peeling off our skin and eating it and wearing it. I could only hope someone would think we're so in touch they want to wear our skin while they get their highlights done. He is... Hello? Um, That's probably me, but... He is... So fucking awesome. Okay. We might not be talking about politics, but what we're doing now is we're going to find out what life is really like for a regular, everyday American little person. This is 
is our segment called Everyday People, where we get to talk to an everyday person from a different country, industry, or lifestyle than us. In the rotted age of social media, we all weigh in on issues removed from our own lives, from Will Smith slapping another grown man to Iranian women protesting hijabs. But we don't really know what we're talking about until we hear from everyday people directly involved in those situations. Exactly. So no matter who you are, if you're alive in this world, you're fascinated and intrigued by little people. There are very few things more magical and wondrous than seeing an actual little person in real life. And I don't say this to be condescending. I am in fact dead ass fucking serious when I say that in 2010, I randomly saw a little person using a payphone in Burbank and it gave me the same type of feeling in my body as seeing the Northern Lights or the pyramids in Africa. Like straight fucking up, little people are the eighth wonder of the world. Come for me. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's true. (laughs) It's a thousand percent true. And today we're going to get all the exciting magical feels because we're talking to an everyday little person living his best bicoastal life between L.A. and New Jersey. He's a son. He's a boyfriend. He's a content creator. And he's our new best friend. So without further ado, here to answer all the burning questions we have ever had is everyday little person, King Dwarf. Hey, hey <laughs> Okay. That was an incredible intro. You are the best. We can't Thank even you. believe you're in our lives. This is how we I know our our whole shit is about to just pop off. All three <laughs> really of us. Is. It's all. Yes. Now, Mamau, yes. tell them right off the bat what we want to know. Okay, King, right off the bat. Let's set the uh, record straight on the okay. verbiage. What okay. should we be calling you? What terms are preferable and Daddy. which terms no. are offensive? <laughs> okay, perfect. And this is why we love King. <laughs> Um, no, as far as like, um, quote unquote, what you want to call me, like I, little person is okay. Little person is great. Um, but honestly, I just like dwarf is dwarf is even better. Mm. Cause like, it's to me, um, I think it's, everyone's trying to be so PC. And I think a little person to me is kind of like, it's the little bigger pops into the equation. Like, oh, are you the bigger person? Mm, like right. that's where my mind goes, you know? And it's like, so I mean, I have achondroplasia, the most common form of dwarfism. So if I, I was, I've always been comfortable with the terminology dwarf, you know, because – and then obviously you get the derogatory term thrown at me my whole life, which was midget. And that was like – didn't even make any sense because technically the term midget comes from like folk, like lore, but way back when. And like – and a midget is like somebody who's proportionate and dwarves are not proportionate. So it's just like people have to learn their terms. I mean, if, what know, does if that go- mean? So proportionate because you are, first of all, everyone needs to know. And I can already hear like the panties getting wet just from your voice. Okay. <laughs> just like bug it, everyone. But you seem you're super hot. You're 1000 you. times hotter than old fucking Peter, whatever. What's his fucking name? Exactly. I can't even <laughs> no one cares. Guy. Please. Just bug no one it. Cares. But so you you're so good looking. I don't Thank understand, you. like, I mean, I of course I know what proportionate means, but you seem proportionate to me. What are we talking about here? In terms of, like, uh, proportions, like, my, my, my torso is obviously, like, way longer than my legs are going to be. So where, where a midget would be, like, actually, like, small torso, small legs, everything on him is going to be small. Oh. My torso is, like, compares, comparable to the average man's, whereas my legs are just shorter and my arms are shorter. So this is why so, you have yeah. the huge dick. Um, pretty much, yeah. So your torso <laughs> and dick are the size of a go- of a regular size man or like whatever. Like a regular, a regular size males, yeah. Yep. And then there's other people that have little torsos. Is that what we're Correct. Doing? Yep. Yeah. Like little torsos, little legs. And, yeah, those and do be... they then have the little dicks? Um, probably, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, <laughs> a regular man I've been size. Told, I've been... <laughs> I've been told that for a dwarf, my, my dwarf is still even larger than an average man's. But I was going to say, I, I <laughs> yeah. understand, and this is Julie speaking, I could be talking out of turn, but a regular man's could have also a tiny dick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. fuck off to them. Now, <laughs> okay, I see. Do okay. any questions bother you? We want to just get this yeah. out there for the audience because they're all going to be, they're all, they, they, they're liberal, they're very sensitive. <laughs> They love following yeah. rules. They don't like being mm. canceled. So there, yeah. there are going to be some people that are going to be immediately 
on eggshells, like we're going to hurt your feelings or bother you. And we don't want to do that either. So. Oh, no, no. It's so does, are you just open to like, let's just talk about it? Yeah, well, I'm very open. I'm an open book. I mean, I, I do I do these podcasts. I do um, YouTube interviews. And they were they literally try to walk on eggshells. And I'm like, dude, you just I'm an open book. Ask literally any question you want. I'll be happy to answer for you. I love that. You yeah. know, because, you know, I mean, it was going back to even when I came out as Les or whatever. And, and I remember everyone being very angry with like, you know, well, what do lesbians do? And then it would be like annoying. And but then you yeah. come to realize, well, people just need to understand because they don't really know exactly so we have to answer that question so i really appreciate that you are open just to ask, even if it's a stupid question you don't yeah, know course. until you know I, yeah of course i want you to start at the beginning okay like <laughs> can i have a, a baby king if i want or how did your parents get you how are they that lucky is it one in a million can anyone do it is it a special puss with a special <laughs> how do we get this baby <laughs> so on a magical saint patrick's day night i was told <laughs> I, was, I was conceived and um so basically from what um my mother told me and what I've done research myself as I got older, um, it's achondroplasia is you have a one in 25,000 chance. Wow. So um, I don't know if the statistics um, were a little skewed because I believe that somewhere down in my lineage, I believe just by looking at certain like um, characteristics of um, with dwarves, like they have like pudgy fingers and, you know, small wrists and like it could, I always looked at like my mother's side. Yeah, so you're like looking at Uncle Terry, and he's looking like giving the vibes or what? Like, yeah, yeah, he's she's she was giving the vibes, my grandmother. So like I think it's somewhere down the line, but um, yeah, she had some so chubby fingers mother, there, huh? Yeah, yeah, she did. So, um, so. Julie's all horny now, like, yeah. Like, what kind Where of fingers she? are we talking about? A thick-fingered lady. What? <laughs> now, that's why I'm looking at my own hands, like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so basically I look I look at my lineage. I think it was somewhere down the line. But um, basically, yeah, she had a lucky puss. Well, yeah. a lucky C-section because my head was too big, way too big. Mm -hmm. I was like a nine-pound baby when I popped out. That would have destroyed my poor mother, yeah. Now, and then right when you come out, you can, do they know that you're the way, or they don't know yet, because you're a baby? Um, they, they knew, funny enough, they did the amnio, and once they did the amnio, they asked if my, they asked my mother if they, uh, she wanted to abort me. Wow. <gasps> oh my God, yeah. that's amazing, your wow. mom. So, was she older? Because yeah. I thought they only do that after 40. Um, no, she was, she had me at 29, so yeah, they, they, um, they knew, and so yeah, they asked her, and she was like, um. No, I want to. I, I want to keep my baby. He's Amazing. just gonna be short. He's gonna just gonna be short. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. And that's right. A and yeah. is it a big deal? We want to know about like obviously people in the world should all be killed. Um, <laughs> like your actual yeah. physical self. Like, do you have yeah. aches and pains? Like, honestly, yeah. Honestly, I'm so. I think I'm so blessed to have actually the most mobile form of dwarfism, which is the achondroplasia. And honestly, I have no aches, no pains. Like I like I can go for you know walks, and my legs really don't bother me unless it's like a super long distance. And my boyfriend or whoever whoever I'm with, like they'll kind of get it. They'll be like, "Listen, like let's take you know a ten minute break. Let's sit down." But other than that, like I really I really have no like I'm pretty much normal. Yeah. I have a question about when you when we were doing the show with you, you made a comment about your mobility. And I wanted mm -hmm. to ask you if that is something because of your height or is that a, a, the mobility pro like is it an issue like with your joints or, or is it like a is that a dwarfism thing? It's definitely a dwarfism thing, like as terms of with what I was some some of the things that I was required to do on the show without getting into it it just put like some stress on my joints mm. and my legs. So while I'm able, you know, to do them, I just can't, like, I'm not going to be able to do them for a long period of time, or I'm not going to be able to fully do them completely like a normal uh, average height person would, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that so. is, a, so that's a, there's some limitation. Yes. The body has been given. And listen, we all have some, <laughs> like, I we can't, do. you know what I mean? Do you so. have the same, like, life expectancy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And is there any kind of like 
cancers or like chronic things that may come up. I mean, we don't even look into that for ourselves. So I'm sure I have breast cancer and vagina (laughs) cancer right now. And for sure, lung cancer and possibly diabetes and other shit. But I'm just not looking into it. Mm -hmm. Same, same. It's like, yeah. Um, No, but I think all, all my organs, because like in some dwarfism, like they can have like, you know, a not fully developed, like, you know, their lungs are different Mm. or like Mm. you know some body some organs didn't fully grow like in a normal person's would and that cuts down the life expectancy but i mean like even when i was younger i thought i was gonna have like a shunt put into my head because sometimes you have excess water on the brain Mm. and so i went to the i went to like you know the neurologist and they're like no you're good actually like you don't need a shunt that he was just really good and it you know, because those are painful because they actually, I, I saw other, that was actually the first time I saw other like um, dwarves and other disabled children when like they had to go to his office and get like shunts put in. And it's just not a fun experience. I was going to ask you about like, so you grew up in New Jersey. Now I have, I'm from Southern California. I have like um, a full thing with New Jersey. I got yes, into yes. acting because of Alyssa Milano. She's my role model. She's <laughs> yes. So I live, like, I love Ralph Macchio. I love the whole Italian actors, 80s vibes. (laughs) Now, if I'm you and I'm in New Jersey, right, I know you're first in New York, but, like, were your, one, were you or your parents ever, like, let's just get into acting, because obviously that's where it's at. (laughs) Like, did you get, get around other kids like you? Did you find a community? Because here in Burbank, there's, Mm -hmm. there is a large, rather large community of, of little people who do acting because it's just like this yeah. is where I mean not for nothing where the Wizard of Oz got made straight up. So exactly. no, yeah, up. exactly. Everything's here in LA. But like when I was when I'm out in New Jersey and when I was growing up, like there was nobody else like me. I would come into contact with sometimes. Um, I remember this this dwarf woman who worked at Victoria's Secret. Like that was like my <laughs> literal like like that was my first like interaction with you know, another dwarf, like, hey, how are you? You know, and then we would shoot the shit. And But other than that, I felt like so like, you know, in a castle where like no one like me was around, mm. you know, and it was, and it's, and I always knew I was like, I would look and see where these LP conferences would be. And eventually down the road, I started going to some and it was a really great experience because I found like, you know, it was, I wasn't alone. You yeah. Know? How old were you when you started looking for the conferences? Um, I was about like after I graduated high school. I, oh. I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually would have been helpful to me if I did it through um, high school because then the bullying probably it would have helped me through all the bullying and everything. Yeah. But um, but uh, I wait because I didn't know. I was like, do, do they? Is there some big secret get together that I don't know about? Like no one ever told me. And then once I started, like once I started running into people, and um, they would tell me about it. Like, I made a handful of dwarf friends that were like, listen, like, you should go to the LP conferences. And I was like, fuck yeah, I would love to go. I've been waiting for something like this, you know? Yeah, you would think your mom would want, too, to, like, it's just these 80s moms. We all have them, yeah. you know, or your mom's think, yours is think- the 90s, but... The thing with my mom, like, I think she just wanted me to, like, fit in with normal, quote unquote, normal society so bad where she was like, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want him to, like, hide with his, you know, LP friends because he's going to have to come out and, you know, deal with the real world once that's over, you know? Yeah. So. That makes sense. The, I, yeah. How, where, when did you develop this, this sort of, um, like, outgoing exportive sort of feeling and exuding this energy of like, I'm a dwarf and that's cool. Yeah. And we don't yeah. need to pretend that I'm not. Cause you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's a thing with, oh, yeah. with gay people too, where it's like, we're just normal. Don't talk about it. You're normal <laughs> and you're gay and a dwarf. And then you so have you're the like, glow up. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, you know, you're like a Jew and a gay. So you're, <laughs> so like, you know, you're, 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 you, there's a thing where you're, it's like, we're normal. We're normal. We're normal. Let's not, let's not talk no, about it, it. Yeah. but the tables, then yeah. you got to a point though where you do talk about it which is why we're talking about it where it, mm-hmm. it is now diffuse and in fact diffuses it and it's like you know you're spe- in fact you're who you are why Special should you not talk about it fun. yeah so when exactly. were you like that because that's why i asked about doing acting yeah were you this outgoing yeah. were you um, shy i was i was very shy growing up i was very sheltered like i told you guys um, I was, you know, I was always around, you know, 
a couple group of friends that I liked that I trusted after after all like the PTSD from the fucking dicks that I had to deal with in high school and elementary school and middle school. Um, so I kept a close group of friends, but like really it was when I graduated high school and I survived all that. When I was like just super, super, super in a dark place, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to embrace this fully. And that's when I think the internet played into a part where I was like, yes, I'm a dwarf. Yes, I'm gay. And I'm hung. So here I am, world, you know? <laughs> and that, you had told us uh, that that, maybe we should explore that a little bit. Your huge dick is what <laughs> is what really, and lucky for you, you know, I guess there'd be other dwarf men who maybe aren't as lucky. But yeah. you sorry were being bullied, or men, or, or, men, men or men in general. Yeah, right. sorry, you're yeah. six feet tall with a tiny jacket. But you, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm don't. So, but there you are. You're in the locker room or wherever. You're yeah. getting bullied. It's horrendous. Yeah. And what happened? You were like, you know what? Let me show these motherfuckers my dick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I love. I, I fucking drop chow in my fucking locker room anytime <laughs> I possibly could. And then that's when they saw my fucking dick, and they were just like, "Oh, okay, he's gonna get street cred now. He's he's respected. He has a third leg, and now we're gonna give him respect because he's like a man." And it, honestly, it's it's hysterical. That well, that's literally all it took was like for me to see see me as an equal. It was like, "Oh, okay, this fucking dwarf is hung." Don't you think it's you know? funny that guys? Um, it just, all it took was that because that that yeah. it, that all it took was that. They it's could... it's 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 so to me it's so fucking like caveman. Yeah, like, yeah, it's that's like, all it is. You know? It's but it's yes. good that you knew that. Yeah, you had that instinct. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm wondering oh, about yeah. your friends in high school, like your small group of friends. I when I you, we watched you do a pre-interview, your um. We were doing a show with you. I don't even know if we're allowed to say anyone in the cast at all. So we just oh. will let it. People know. They'll figure it out. We'll probably yep. be fired right now. And <laughs> the show um, is called Locker Room yeah. Dicks. The last show. <laughs> exactly. So we, we heard your story in like your pre-interview. And I can tell you that I got, I got like physically jealous that people were hanging out with you in high school like i was fucking annoyed that i didn't know you in high school <laughs> yeah i'm like how fucking Mission dare accomplished. like yeah. how <laughs> dare i wish you two were my best friends in high school i would have had a better fucking experience so how did oh you God. meet your friends like how, what were they were they just like gay were they misfits or did you guys all smoke pot were you just the big um, dick crew how how we did were, you come together <laughs> um so basically it was we kind of we were like the misfits, yeah. Like you know, um, my my some of my my friends were like you know slightly overweight, and then some of them were just like you know not part of the cool crowd, and like mm. we were like the indie kids, you know, that would listen to the weird bands and you know listen watch the old movies, and we were just like you know the ones that like were not running with the same fucking you know crowd and doing everything that the crowd was doing drugs and all that like we just wanted to be us and like we had a group of like us that we really had a close friendship and bond and um you know i just i, re I really appreciated because it wasn't like i was putting on airs i could be like who i really wanted to be and i didn't have to lie and they, they loved me for me you know do you still talk to them um sadly i think we, we all went our separate ways i mean i had um one of my closest friends, like we would still talk, but then we kind of even drift apart because you know people have their own lives, and mm -hmm. unfortunately, but yeah, like yeah. So I think at the the re I was invited to the reunion, but of course I did not go because that was just PTSD. No, that's just too much. That's yeah. Too so um, yeah. So I prob they probably would have been there. I don't know, but yeah. Were you good looking, like body facially, like you are now, or were you awkward, like? Like acne, oh, no. like skinny yeah. fat in high school, or what? Oh god! <laughs> I wish I could show you guys pictures because my mother literally like there was like the whole like scene emo era was a huge <laughs> thing, and so honestly, in order to fit in, I fucking grew my hair. You had out. the bangs. If you had the bangs coming forward, what was your hair doing? Like it was just going fucking everywhere, and it was not attractive. It was greasy. It was oily. I thought I was killing it. I was like, oh, I look like the like, lead singer of the favorite, like the fucking hottest lead singer of the indie band that I wanted to fuck. You know, like <laughs> I was just like, I look so good. And and I saw the graduation photo, and my hair was just like, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I definitely I had the glasses. I like the glasses were okay. Like I didn't have. I think that was right before my first set of braces, 
where it was like right after my, so my teeth were on point, but like the glasses, I didn't like the style. So yeah, I just, I just, I had a major glow up. How do you keep the body tight? Are we doing a, uh, are we doing a cardio? Sex, or, sex. Mm-hmm. And, no, and then it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of working with my trainer. I actually have one because I just, I see so many um, dwarves that have health issues and are overweight. So it's like, that's my big thing. Mm. And so I always just have to keep it right and tight. Plus the industry that I'm in, you know, like it's, it's, I just, I just want to stay in shape because it's, it's, it's definitely a mental thing for me. It's. Did you have to find a specific trainer or? No, I mean, I, I, for the first one, I went into a gym and, you know, I was like, listen, I have my legs, they're shorter, my muscles, you know, I'm not going to be able to fucking lift what a fucking normal, you know, dude is going to lift. But you can let's start small and keep going. And I, my, I had an excellent trainer in Jersey, but then he was like too much of a pretty boy, and I was kind of over it. So now I work out, uh, and I work out with um, my boyfriend's trainer. And he's great. He's an older man. He's killing it. He's he's like killing me, but I love it. Mm. Yeah. Now, have you ever been with a woman? Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes, I have. Yeah, my, <laughs> I'm not go? a ghost. I'm not a gold star gay. I'm sorry. I just will. I just want to put this out as the gay one of this group. I um, <laughs> he's gay between, too. I mean, between the of the me and Brandy, I um, gold star. I think it's better to not be gold star. I think we need okay. to. I think we need to. Know, I think we need to try it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. how would you know? You know exactly. I think. Yeah, and she she definitely figured. Let me, I totally <laughs> figured it out after that. Yeah, was that she was a she, she was a sweet girl. Yeah, yeah. It was it was during the darkness of high of high school. I was like, you know what? Um, let me just try it. I was like, there. Everyone else is doing it. You know, I was surrounded by heterosexuals, so I was like, why not? Was there one specific let thing that you didn't like, or what was it? Like, yeah, you know? I want to know what are the the brass tacks for your gayness? Like all everything else aside, um. Is it just the general, like, what is it for you and your gayness? I mean, I could pinpoint for me, but what is it, you know what I mean? Were you like, uh, vagina's okay, but. Yeah, vagina's are... okay, but, but like, there's nothing, there's yeah, pretty much a hole as a hole. <laughs> no, but, um, there's nothing like, there's just nothing like, like the masculinity. Ah, that's and it, like, yes. Yeah, and just like yes. a fucking the huge man. penis. Yeah, huge I'm sorry. Dick, it's, yeah. it's a huge penis. Like, it doesn't even have to be huge. It just has to be a, a really nice one. And it just, it just has to be pretty, honestly. And it, But it's the manliness. You like a manly, it's, it's the like manliness, just the masculine yeah. Like, I always felt manliness. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I always felt yeah. that. I wanted to be with a man. Even when I was mm-hmm. very young, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I can't envision myself with a woman. Now, did you ever consider fucking getting with the bitch of Victoria's Secret? Because I'm literally going to find this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you guys would take that and run with it. I'm so um, into the fact that this woman is working at Victoria's Secret. She was killing out of Victoria's yeah, Secret. Yeah, she girl. was killing it. So, now, did you ever, ha- have you ever been with another LP? I'm using LP oh, now because okay. I'm in yeah. the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I've never been with another oh, dwarf. Yep, LP, whatever, yeah. Now, you uh, don't want to? Um, I do. I think if the opportunity presents itself, I would love to because that's going to be a shit ton of money. Let's be real for my content. Uh, right. But, <laughs> the price is um, high, honey. Without the money and the, like, in your, like, secret life, like, porn life, like, I'm talking about watching porn, JOing in the shower, whatever you're doing, you're yeah, masturbating. Okay. Do you yes. ever think, yeah, I want to fucking get with someone like me? Like, fucking let's do this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had fantasy. Oh, yeah. I definitely. I've definitely wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just hasn't presented itself because I mean it the does. guy on Little People Big World, okay, he looks like Richard Gere. He's motherfucking hot. Now he's much older than you. Oh, okay. But um, the guy's good looking. Zach, Zach Roloff. Is that that's it? the son? Oh, oh, don't oh, try and come father? with the names. Excuse you. Yeah, the you. dad. Excuse you. Oh. Yeah, we want the dad. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Zach's um, okay, I guess. What's yeah, the dad's I'd, name? I'd pass on the dad. He's a li- <laughs> yeah. he's a little annoying. So, <laughs> he's annoying. Yeah. He's fucking yeah. annoying. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But that does make me wonder. Uh, <laughs> do you like watching? Were shows like that of a of a comfort to you? Did you are you into that? Do you like to watch? You know like little people big world let's say or mm-hmm. there's other like little people or lp shows we love the ones with all the hookers oh, the yeah there's the sluts. stripper ones right yeah they're all sluts they probably work oh, at Victoria's yeah. secret oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's five of them oh, i can't but yeah i actually 
I don't. I, I followed up with them when they first came out, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is gonna like introduce, you know, our community yeah, to the masses, right. you know, middle America, right. you know." Yep. And I honestly think it's a great tool. Mm. Um, I think that um, sometimes they just don't present themselves well on TV, in my opinion. Mm. But I think that they do well in educating the masses. That's that's what I think. I think that I remember watching the intro, and they were like, "Hey, listen, you know." Um, if I, you see me in the supermarket struggling, sure, you know, it pays to help me out. Someone like me, a little person, you know, I can't reach high shelves or I can't Mm -hmm. drive a normal car. Mm -hmm. So I think it put people in a perspective like, yeah, like we're not, we're human beings, but we just need help with things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Normalize. Right. We want, I know speaking for myself, I want it more around. I want not only just normalize, but just in my life, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it, oh yeah, exactly. That's what that show does for people is they get to be a part of it because we don't get to be a part of it. You, you don't know? see us. There's yeah. not like it's not right. every day you're walking down the street and it's like, oh my god, a dwarf. Yeah, you know? it's like, exciting. <laughs> yeah. Now I did see him driving. Do you have a car in Jersey? Because I saw the annoying I, dad roll off driving here in LA. Yeah, I don't. I, I had a, I, because when I was growing up, I was like a kid of mass transit. Mm. So I would always either be taking the train or I'd be taking a bus. Like I lived across the street in Jersey from a bus stop and I literally just took that my whole life because mm. it it, anyway, like it would go right into New York. It would go further into Jersey if I needed to get to my like normal muggle job when I had one. So like, yeah, I just never, and I was always nervous. Like I would have really bad anxiety when I was in the car with my mom or dad because they were crazy drivers, you know, that road rage, that Italian road rage would kick in. Yeah. So like and i was just like no i don't want fucking any part of this so like i'm like yeah i'm gonna stick to a bus and i just i just have the anxiety in me but now now that i'm out here in la i definitely um my boyfriend's way fucking calmer we're not angry italian boys you know and i want to get the extensions because i hung out with another dwarf recently and he put me on to extensions had about go get them and uh, I think I'm gonna get myself set up with those. Yeah, get yourself a car. Yeah, yeah. Free, yeah. Johnny didn't yeah, drive. I, he's the opposite. He's exactly. he's 110 feet tall, <laughs> and he didn't drive till he got out here. He moved to LA. He got himself a tiny little car. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because I was walking on Melrose, and I realized literally nobody else was walking around me. Like two days ago, when I was getting my hair cut, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. Well, you're gonna love having a car, especially here, because you're used to New yeah. York, New Jersey, whatever, and it's a whole different thing. But here. You are going to get your life. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell us before we let you go about sex. Now, when you're you're, like, when you're doing sex stuff. When I'm I'm doing sex. When you're doing sex Are you like being ridden? Um, if I if I'm feeling more like top because I proudly claim myself as versatile now, um, if I'm if I'm topping, then I really love to do like the doggy style. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm bottoming, again, I, I'm a big slut for doggy, but then I also kind of like to do missionary <laughs> when I feel romantic. So yeah, if it's somebody that I'm not really feeling and I just want to get dicked down, then yeah, bend me over, doggy style, you know. But if we have some type of connection, it's my boyfriend. Um, yeah, then let's make it a little romantic. Do it, you know, missionary, you know. Don't get spice you're, it up, but I hate riding dick. You're verse, <laughs> but you're pretty much eighty twenty when you're top eighty, right? Um. You know, to be honest with you, Randy, these days it's kind of fluctuating. Really? It's really it's really fluctuating. Yeah. I'm actually oh, I'm like so coming, proud of you. Yeah, I discovered the magic of my prostate and I'm really living I'm loving it. I found the magic of my prostate and I <laughs> I can't you know, it's 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 what what a wonderful journey. What a wonderful yeah. journey. When you uh people might or we want them to know you have an OnlyFans and you do yes. porn. Yes. You generally top in those yeah oh yeah scenarios. oh yes 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 i i have the the, the macho dwarf thing down pat yes mm, but yes. you told us that you don't you don't you don't want to be exploited like a kink you want to and, right. and, and there is no Completely. reason because you're just giving mm-hmm. a hotness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah just talk about that a little yeah i think that um the beauty of what i do is to show that you know i have that confidence and i have that you know that that I'm, I'm, I'm assuming now the, the, the sex appeal to um, put on a really good show. And I love, I love doing what I do now. So I love topping. I love, you know, giving that like full, like a hundred percent effort. Like I'm going to destroy your ass. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, so, is that a title uh, of one of your movies? <laughs> um, do you have to yeah. do acting in your, like, do you have to go, hey, where's the cable box and shit like that? <laughs> like, are we doing like full scenes? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yes. And then, uh, but also like with my OnlyFans stuff, I kind of like, I have the creative freedom to do that. Mm. So I kind of like create less cheesier lines, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so you're doing writing. So you write yeah. too. You're basically a writer, yeah. director, I, I, actor. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the jack of all trades. Yeah. We have 14 listeners. They all lurk on the OnlyFans. My mom will be signing up. Believe me. I showed her your picture. <laughs> okay, which was I, I will give. I will give your mother a whole three month trial. <laughs> now, if people uh, want to go see you in real life, is there just a, where they can see you? Be you know more of a vanilla because you do have um, the cakes. You do have an mm-hmm. ass four days. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, if you follow me on my social medias and most preferably my Twitter, my Instagram, um, the Twitter is the dirty one, so you're going to get a lot, but um, a lot of dick and ass. But <laughs> I usually post where I'm going to be dancing. Um, I do have, I frequently go go dance at Hot Dog Sundays in LA. It's in Silver Lake. You can see me shake my ass. You can see me shake my bulge. <laughs> it may pop out one or two times, but you know, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It is all yeah. good. It's all yeah. good. So, I mean, it's a really great party out here in LA. I'm actually dancing there tomorrow, funny enough. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's if you want to come see me in person and be vanilla, I mean, I don't think that's vanilla, but, you know. Well, it's I mean, it's more than seeing you make love. Well, it's not getting an asshole yeah. destroyed. Right. right. It, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're you're back and forth from Jersey to here, right? In LA. Correct. Yes. And you're not doing any mid country to dancing um no <laughs> unless unless my unless the sugar daddies that i find pay for it or mm, you yes. know yeah, yeah king before before you go you yeah. have i've been you've answered all of our questions and hopefully all of our listeners burning questions what i'd like you Thank to you. what i'd like to or ask you is um mm. what would you tell people what would, what is the thing that would surprise people most to learn about you slash dwarves um you know, the sort of misconceptions that people have that we yeah. can break through right now? Um, oof, that's a loaded question. Um, I think the misconceptions that we have is that we, lead, we live like this terrible sheltered life, like we live this terrible sheltered life that we're not able to like, you know, have a normal life like everyone else is. And I think that's that couldn't be further from the truth, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like you're living life, like you're a human being living yeah, exactly. living your life. You're fucking out, topping, destroying assholes. Exactly. Dancing, yeah. like, maybe something pops like, out. Oh, you must have a miserable life. Like, you know, you're not getting and I'm like, actually, like for the people who will live under a rock and have absolutely no idea who I am, it is such a mind fuck to tell them what I do and like yeah. how I'm living my life and I'm not a nine mm-hmm. to five, you know hating my life in a retail job you know what i'm saying yes i do know what you're saying would you and when you and joel get your surrogate to have your children will Uh will you can you be the godmothers please i mean we would have (laughs) 10 years ago 27 years ago been the surrogate for you but now would you um i know my prostate cannot hold another (laughs) thing in there can't do it. Will you can't, do it. can't have another child. I can't have another child. I can't. I'm Will you use your s- sperm? And I would say, I mean, I don't want to influence you. I just would yeah. hate for the line to end. What are the chances yeah. if you did use your sperm that you would have another dwarf? And would you want that? Um, it would be a very high chance. But then also I do have a very still good chance of having an average height kid. Mm. So, But I still would want to use my sperm. Good. I, good. I already told Joel. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, I'm tempted to use your sperm. Honestly, and buy it from you. Okay. I want that baby. I want that dwarf baby. <laughs> it's great. I would be sad if you uh, if you stopped yeah. it there. Kid, you got to keep my it kid with a, Yeah, another mega dong in the world. Yeah, totally. Mega yeah. dong. Oh, yeah. Mega dong. Mega yeah. dong. One through yeah. four. Exactly. Sorry, King Dwarf. <laughs> okay, tell our 14 listeners where they can find you and your mega dong and their future, awesome. you know, our future baby, our future sperm. Yes, completely. Um, <laughs> so my Twitter is twitter.com slash King Dwarf NYC. My Instagram is Instagram.com slash King Dwarf Official. And for the ones that want to see me in all my glory, you can go to OnlyFans.com slash King Dwarf. Yes. And if you've been listening and you've been listening throughout this whole thing, if you want to tell me and like, you know, that you hung on to the edge and I'll like shout you out, that you can 
message me and I will give you a free subscription to my OnlyFans. Oh, oh wow. Yes. Pam, he's talking to you, Pam wow. Howard. Yes. King, so it basically King Dwarf NYC slash Dumb Gay Politics. That word that we that word that we just said that I, that word that we just said is going to be the Easter egg. And if anybody can tell me what that word was, you get a free subscription oh. to my OnlyFans. Yes, mm, hanging yes. on to the edge, hanging yes. on to the edge. Yes. Now that yes. is how you do it. That's how you do exactly. it. Exactly. We love Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk, talk soon. soon. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, love you guys. Love Bye. You too. Bye. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where I read a recycled intro and Julie has to find a So There's That moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans, the terrorist QAnon cunts, the calculated corporate climate killers, and the vindictive virtue signaling liberal losers who I'm quite sure went on the review page <laughs> and said we were out of touch. We are all somewhere on that spectrum fighting for our side to win the battle of rights in America. And even though every week brings us closer and closer to a civil war between people who are out of touch and apparently people who aren't. <laughs> we have you, Mama, with your so there's that stories to give us hope that maybe we won't have to go to war against our cousins and our weird neighbors. And I already know that you've got a weird neighbor and a good story for this week. <laughs> Well, get ready to be out of touch again. So falling under the category of, well, this is exciting and could possibly change everything while being cautiously optimistic, understanding it comes with so many strings and could really be nothing. But I'm choosing to believe this could really save and help people. Now, as the daughter of a doctor, I can assure you my dad, who as is a former surgeon, as we know, Dr. Guacamole, and I would argue quite often about animal medical testing. It wouldn't take much for me to get so frustrated, I would cry and yell and act a fool. Now, to this day, those feelings live inside me, and it's partly why I never shut up about factory farming and animal shit. Animal medical testing is wrong. Even though I know he had valid arguments, he would say, don't you want to help humanity? Or do you like going to the hospital? And do you like Advil? And he was right, because I do like Advil and medicine, and surgery, and technology, and science. But I need to say this before I go on, that I also know all of this stuff comes at a price. I believe that animal medical testing is fundamentally wrong, cruel, and disgusting. But at the same time, we will reap the benefits of killing and slowly torturing infinite numbers of lives, so we can find the cure for things. Or just make sure that our eyeliner doesn't make our eyes too red. We will also, I believe, live with the consequences of that torture while the universe hands us our asses and the ebb and flow of karma and energy and treatment of life comes back to us. As Kenya Moore would say, if you come for me with a knife, I will come back with a blowtorch. Well, we did just let the dogs eat all of the uh, cauliflower, frozen cauliflower <laughs> off the floor in lieu of getting a vacuum cleaner out. Well, and we will reap the diarrhea <laughs> of that. So I think it's safe to say that 2020 for all of us, came back as a blowtorch. And let's be honest, climate change, disease, just all of the things come, in my opinion, directly from our shitty fucking actions. If the idea is true that we manifest our intentions and we receive what we put out, whatever we inflict on the earth or animals will come back as conflict. And that's the cycle we have found ourselves in. One of the things I think we've played a hand in creating for ourselves is cancer. Now, I'm no scientist, and I know there's genetics and whatever the fuck goes on in cells and sugars and fucking weird shit, but also our bodies are directly connected to chemicals, toxic things, whatever's in the water, air stuff. It's undeniable that we have, in addition to whatever existed, we added to it. Cigarettes, drugs, I don't need to lay it out for you. I mean, personal injury lawyers exist to sue for the cancer that someone created. Yeah, when you build a school on top of a fucking former nuclear power plant and so it i mean that literally just, just happened insane. And, and every single kid inside there's radiated so it 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 goes on and on now with all our animal medical testing and breakthroughs and bullshit we cannot seem to find a cure for cancer 
God knows how many mice and rats and monkeys and puppies got shot up with AIDS and died a painful, horrendous death for us to get PrEP and Truvada or what they went through so we could find a cure for tuberculosis, polio, measles, smallpox, little pox, poxfield blankets, all the pox, Deborah pox, Brian pox, Barbara poxer. But we got medicine and cures and vaccines and it saves lives. And that is important and it is amazing and we want and we need that. And so is the human conflict we ourselves have created. And I refuse to pretend the dark side doesn't exist. I need to acknowledge and pay my respect to that side. Spirit is confirming and denying the bullshit. It haunts and disturbs me every second of the day. However, the I num- can't wait for Brian Pox to come back in succession. <laughs> I can't either. When the fuck is that next season coming out? I don't know. But I can't wait either. So good. He's so good. Yeah, he's so great. Now, the number of kids and people who get cancer to this day is egregious and heartbreaking. It's horrendous and hideous and awful. And medical science still cannot or has not figured out a way to stop the multitude of cancers that either just exist or we've definitely created. Our president, Joe Biden, lost his son, Beau, to cancer. And so have so many people been lost and suffered and suffered. And it's just the suffering of it all. Cancer research has been going on for about a century, and there's been small little breakthroughs and certainly knowledge is power. There's a million different cancers, and we know some <laughs> of them can be deprived of sugar, or even they may not even be cancer. They'll be their fungus. As, That's right, Mau. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, with that said, remember when we all got COVID and there was a worldwide pandemic, and then we were all forced to get a vaccine and a million booster shots or whatever the fuck that was. And we did it. And now COVID's receded into the ebb of consequences for a minute. But no, no, no. And people like me did not want to get the vaccine because they were scared of fucking cancer because we don't know the long term effects and it's going to affect everyone differently. And of course, I still did it because we all had to. Mm -hmm. But I was still scared of it because of cancer. Yeah. And it's all valid. And that's the thing. And I may be out of touch, sir, ma'am. But each person's fear is valid. So unless it's about your stupid civil liberties and wearing a mask, what you, you know, fear's fear. Sorry. We thought the consequences of COVID sort of sort of ebbed out and we were pretty good. But no, no, no. The flow's coming back. And if you travel, as we know, you're getting that shit again for sure. So the gross pharmaceutical people took their vaccines and drugs and made so much money, but they continued on with their important torture and research and testing and the Cornova really did jumpstart or perhaps just gave them a platform to explain how their newest vaccine is going to work. And that is for cancer. A cancer vaccine is on the way, people, and it's pretty astounding. And who would have thought the first cure would be coming from a German husband and wife team? Professors Igor Sahin and Oslem Turecci. I don't know if I'm saying that right. A married couple who founded BioNTech, the German firm. I can only imagine probably a million dogs and monkeys were killed in there. Partnered with Pfizer and they found they can use the same COVID vaccine technology to either destroy or have the immune system recognize and now allow cancers not allow cancer cells to replicate and have their body parties. So they described how the mRNA technology is at the heart of BioNTech's COVID vaccine. It could be repurposed so that it primes the immune system to attack cancer cells instead of invading coronaviruses. So when asked uh, when cancer vaccines based on mRNA. This is for melanoma cancer, not other kinds of cancer. They, and, the, and the other articles, it just sort of said cancer. Well, that is some bullshit. It's the specific thing. I mean, maybe maybe they think it will work in general. Maybe they think some of the cancers systemic start with a melanoma. And God knows I should be getting this vaccine like <laughs> yesterday. I should go in there and volunteer myself. <laughs> you should. Um, but I'm too fucking scared of that technology. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they got to go through and kill uh, a million animals before they even touch somebody. But uh, they're saying that this vaccine will be available available before 2030. An mRNA COVID vaccine works by ferrying the genetic instructions for harmless spike proteins on the COVID virus into the body. The instructions are taken up by cells, which churn out the spike protein. 
These proteins or antigens are then used as wanted posters, quote unquote, telling the immune systems, antibodies and other defenses what to search for and attack. The same approach can be taken to prime the immune system to seek out and destroy cancer cells. This is what the Germans say. Rather than carrying code that identifies viruses, the vaccine contains genetic instructions for cancer antigens. Protein- I feel like this would be a... S- now, I mean, I found the story, but yes. I and, a, and I'm in full support of it, of course. Mm-hmm. There is a part of me that's like, why wouldn't this be bigger news? We're so out of touch. I mean, I don't know how we would even find We're it. We're so out um, of touch. But I... Um, with with uh, being as out of touch as we are, maybe it is huge news, and maybe we're just out of touch. Maybe it's not, it, maybe though. everyone's already been talking. It's about not it. huge news, and finding it online, you had to like, it's not the top of the news. It is not the top of the news. You had to do a little digging, and I, me doing digging is annoying. <laughs> so, okay, I mean, it's just like BioNTech was already working on mRNA cancer vaccines before the pandemic struck, but the firm pivoted to produce COVID vaccines in the face of the global emergency. They, uh, the firm now has several cancer vaccines in clinical trials. I mean, it's in clinical trials when she's doing it on people. Terechi said the development and success of the Pfizer slash BioNTech vaccine, which is similar to the Moderna COVID shot, gives back to our cancer work. Now, I mean, this is truly incredible and should give millions and millions of people hope for their futures. Once the cancer riddle is solved, even in a small way, even if it starts with melanoma, you know these motherfuckers will be able to eradicate so much of it. Even though I think it's important to have your eyes thoroughly wide during this kind of process, and we have to keep ourselves humbled to the death toll that comes with this, it does make me happy that this research is going on and people are out there grinding every second of the day to cure these horrible, awful diseases. Cancer is a cancer, and I'm thankful and grateful that we are on the brink of saving so many people's lives and easing so much suffering, human suffering that is. 2030 is right around the corner. Curing cancer of any kind or preventing cancer of any kind would be the ultimate, so there's that, from a worldwide pandemic. So there's motherfucking that. Okay, so that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening and for staying to the very end. We love you all so much, and we are so grateful for all 14 of you. Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. I know everyone is sick of hearing this fucking sell. We're sick of selling it. We're never going to stop. That's the unfortunate news for all of us. Um, But the good thing about the Patreon podcast is there's no politics, no ads, no structure, no stress. And best of all, there's no pressure to join the Patreon. So if nothing else, you'll be distracted from your own life thinking about how annoying and out of touch we are. (laughs) We post two separate hour-long podcasts every week. And if you want to hear one, there's a link to a free episode of our Patreon podcast in the description of this episode. Or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. And there's a button on the bottom of every page that says click to listen to a free episode of our Patreon podcast. If you like it and you decide to join, you can import our Patreon podcast into whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, like Apple Podcasts or Google or whatever. Or you can listen to them right there on Patreon.com, where you can like and comment on the episodes. And on Patreon.com, you can also message Brandy and me privately and correspond with other members of our Patreon family. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a review. We'd like to get to 2300 by 2023. You don't even have to write anything. You can just hit one star like Kara 129 the stupid bitch who wrote <laughs> awful hard pass. These two are out of touch. Kara 129 I mean, I think it's all been said, but don't come back here unless you want to fucking get into it with don't me personally. Don't come for us unless we send for <laughs> that's you. That's right. That's right. And I and I say openly and honestly, you want to have a discussion? Let's have it. I'd love to discuss it with you. Go wait out on the curb with, with the, the rest, rest of, the, of trash. the trash. Okay? <laughs> Bye, Ashy. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. <laughs> but mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And King Dwarf. The best Now King that's Dwarf. being in touch yeah yeah bitch (laughs) nah bitch (laughs) nah bitch nah Nah, bitch nah bitch how'd you do i 
you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain Is really to blame so I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 